come seek an adventure in salty old pirates, eh? Sure, you've come to the proper place. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Salty Old Podcast. My name's Caden, I'm here with my mom Lisa, my brother Keegan, and my friend Zach. It's a conversational podcast where we talk about the Disneyland Resort. Today we are talking about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is the newest addition to the park at the moment. I had to go put go through my head, it's like, is that the newest edition? I guess, yeah, to, if yeah. there wasn't the closure, we'd have Avengers Campus, which well. <laughs> wouldn't be. Um... But yeah, not yet. Um, before anything, though, we need to introduce a new segment to the show. And this segment is called Caden is a Dumbass. Because uh, <laughs> when I was editing the last episode, I realized I messed up something really stupid. And I almost cut it out because I didn't want to like make myself look like such an idiot. But we were talking about the Haunted Mansion, and we got to Madame Leota. And mom, you were like, oh, and Madame Leota, that's like actually somebody, right? And I was like, oh, no, it's the in Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, it's the daughter of the lady right. that played it. I'm the dumbest man alive. It's Leota Tombs, an Im- the Imagineer. Um, oh. The face of Leota, the face of Madame Leota is an Imagineer named Leota Tombs. The Madame Leota is named after Leota Tombs. And uh. that's her face on the projection. Um, it's not her voice, but it is her at the very end, the little Leota. I think they call her the hurry back. Oh, That's yeah. Leota Toombs' voice. And I completely forgot about that in the moment. And then when I went back and was editing it, I'm like, how did I forget that? I'm an idiot. So <laughs> this is a segment that will probably come back because I'll forget things later, I'm sure. <laughs> and then in future episodes. Like I said, I almost cut it out, but I was like, I'll just mention it in the next episode. I mean, to be fair, you said it with so much confidence that we all just were like, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I was right about that. It, it is her daughter that played in the uh, um, in the Nightmare Before Christmas one. Okay. So I was right about that, but it's just the fact that... It's not that, like, she was nobody. No, that was she was an Imagineer, Leota Toombs. Oh, it's named after her, and it's her face, and it's she's the one telling us all to hurry back. Uh-huh. So... I'm like I said, this is a, <laughs> this will be a reoccurring segment. I'm sure, won't be the last time. Um, anyway, so Galaxy's Edge was something that was rumored for a while before it was even announced. It was announced. Well, the rumor forever was that they were going to add a Star Wars land to Disneyland, and it was going to replace Toontown. Mm. And then D23 2015 came along. Lo and behold, they announced Star Wars Land. They didn't announce what it was replacing. And so everyone was like, all right, well, there goes Toontown. And then a few days later, they're like, no, no, we're, we're keeping Toontown. We're getting rid of uh, Big Thunder Ranch. And I was kind of disappointed they were getting rid of Toontown. Because, you know, I, you know, it needs a paint job or two. But, like, I like Toontown a lot. Yeah. Um, and so then I had already kind of accepted they were getting rid of Toontown. Then they were like, oh, no, we're getting rid of Big Thunder Ranch. And I'm like... Well, now I'm kind of sad about that. So like, <laughs> I went through like two phases of being sad that they were getting rid of stuff. And Big Thunder Ranch, that wasn't an area we went to really often. But I liked, uh, they have a, uh, or they had, uh, Big Thunder Barbecue, which was a really good barbecue place. Um, and then it was, there was like a, a petting zoo and a log cabin. It was, you know, it, it looked like a ranch. And it was nice. Um, and I just, I like Frontierland a lot. That's probably my favorite land in the park. 
So I was kind of bummed that they were, you know, getting rid of some of Frontierland. But, you know, we got Galaxy's Edge. So I was happy. Um, Galaxy's for the most Edge part. pretty dope. So Yeah. Oh, no, no like, now I'm, I'm happy about it. But, like, yeah. when they announced it, I was a little apprehensive because, like, you know, they... You know, they're getting rid of Frontierland. They had to reroute the train. It makes a left turn instead of just right turns, which is like, that's a, whoa, that's, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had to shorten the Rivers of America slightly, so the Mark Twain, uh, it's, it's, it's not really noticeable, but, like, the route is slightly shorter. And I think the big thing is that just the idea of putting a Star Wars land in the park, and not, like, not just in, it'd be one thing if it's in California Adventure. But, like, it's in Disneyland proper, a whole land dedicated to a movie that isn't even originally Disney. That kind of, like, rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. As much as, don't get me wrong, all four of us are huge, huge Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. um, so, you know, and I'm, I'm excited, I was excited for it, but I was a little, like, if they could kind of half-ass this and it could not be that great, you know? And I'd be really disappointed mm-hmm. to have a whole garbage Star Wars land. Because, I mean, <laughs> all of our previous stuff in Star Wars in the park that we've had aside from Star Tours has not been good. We talked about that in Tomorrowland. So it's like, we know that they can do Star Wars not great in the park. <laughs> so, <laughs> They've so, proven to us that they can do it wrong. So, yeah. so that, that was, that's where my apprehension mostly came from. Once they started announcing and started talking about what was going to be in the park, I was more excited for it. Um, and, you know, now that it's open, I, I love it. But like I said, there was a little bit of that apprehension. But, you know, overall, I'm, I'm glad that we... Uh, that we got it. Oh man, for sure. I mean, and overall, I mean, it turned out great. I mean, we all love it. I think. Um, oh yeah, one hundred. I know we all love it, uh, and we'll probably talk more as we get into the episode and the nitty gritty a little more. But I mean, they 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 nailed it. They they stuck the landing ten out of ten. Um, I mean, there's obviously things they can add and change, and we'll get into that as well. But overall, like for for how it could have gone, like how Tomorrowland is, that's what they could have done easily. I <laughs> 100%, I guarantee you, they like probably had them on a board somewhere. Like, just copy Tomorrowland. <laughs> um, and what they actually did was so good and so much better, and obviously we'll get into it. But... Definitely. Alright, do we want to get into uh, the land itself? The plot? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, there are three entrances, um, but we're going to start at the Critter Country entrance, because uh, it's my favorite, um, I'm pretty sure maybe the same for you guys. Um, but so we open, we walk through Critter Country, right? We go across by the bathrooms. We always make our pit stop there at the bathrooms <laughs> before we enter Galaxy's Edge. Um, I like that it's kind of, and they're all the kind of this way. They're all kind of tucked away a little bit. There's no, I mean, this is kind of just Disneyland in general. You know, there's no, you know, but this one especially, like the entrance is very subtle. Especially this one is incredibly subtle, and you just kind of walk. And as you're walking, you're just kind of going. You're like, "Well, I know I'm going to Galaxy's Edge," but then for me, and maybe I'm just weird, but all of a sudden the whole like world changes. Like yeah. I'm just walking, and I'm like, "We could be having a conversation." I could even be trying to look for it. Like I could even be like looking around, not even like you know trying to pay attention. And I always, every time I go in, I have the same moment where I'm like oh, whoa, like, <laughs> something's different. I'm not like, whoa, I'm in Star Wars now, but I'm like, whoa, something's different. And it, it's the subtle little things. It's like the the lights change. Like, they have, like, different light fixtures, and they're not, like, 
man, this is a Star Wars light fixture, but it's like a very <laughs> much like a, okay, this is different. Like, this is nothing else I've seen in the park. The, you know, the plants change a little bit. You're like, okay, this again, it's not a Star Wars plant, but this is like a, it's kind of weird. Like, it's a, not a plant I would necessarily see every day or anywhere else in the park. Um, and I think that's that's one of, I mean, there's a lot of things like Galaxy's Edge, but this that's <laughs> probably one of my favorites is how subtly they just change it all of a sudden. And you're now... You're you're now in Star Wars. Um, not to get too much off of the plot already, because I just started. <laughs> but it, it is my favorite part about how much in this land you're in Star Wars. Um, you're not watching Star Wars. You're you're a participating member of it, and it starts literally the second you walk in. Uh, and I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's probably the best transition from one land to another, yeah. aside from like maybe Frontierland to Norlene Square. Mm. Which I I think but I mean that also comes down to like they're almost like part of the same land, you know? Yeah. So that that's where it has that advantage. Aside from that, it's like like you said, the transition, any entrance, but specifically the Critter Country one, you have that like slow slow burn, I guess, of like Yeah. You're walking, you're walking and then oh shit, I'm in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. It's like a Oh, I'm in Star Wars now, <laughs> and it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, totally nailed it. I've uh, never thought I would geek out over the entrance to a land, but they somehow <laughs> nailed it so well that I I, I love it. Um, right, but you keep walking. You're now basically you're like you've realized that you're something's different. You're you're in Star Wars now, and I believe the first thing you hit, I believe you kind of start seeing Rise of the Resistance off the left, at least part of the line. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of open into the bigger kind of, it's, it, the path kind of opens up and becomes more of like a platform and everything. And over in the kind of left or left hand corner, um, there's like a little pop up shop basically, um, which has a lot of cool things. It's where I got my dope Chewbacca bag. Um, <laughs> there's other cool things in it. I believe uh, I think Keegan got like a cool helmet there, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, they have a lot of cool things, which also uh, another huge thing. Uh, shops here are like really sick and this is probably even not even the best shop maybe almost the worst shop but like it's a high bar so it's uh yeah so it starts there to the right is like i can't remember what ship it is um but they have like a a a ship or two kind of dock there i think that's the x-wing right i think it is the x-wing too i think it's an x-wing and like a like a y-wing or something i'm not 100 percent sure i'm not having yeah Um, it's not a y-wing Y wing is different. I think it's the NX wing. That I think be, so. Yeah, there's two there. I think um, I could be wrong, but I think there is. Def- I know there's definitely an X wing, and I be- thought there was one more. Um, I think there's a Y wing somewhere in there, but I don't. Yeah. It's been <laughs> it's been so long since we've been I there. I know. <laughs> it's been a year. A year. Uh, a year. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, when we recorded, uh, was a year ago. Yeah. But, I don't think there's a Y wing. I think there's an A wing. Oh, uh, A-Wing makes sense. Because, like, a Y-Wing's really big. Oh. Um, but this is the first time that you start... I think when you enter and, like, the lights change, the plant change, they start playing some, like, eh, almost, like, cricket noise. Not cricket noises. There's, like, they kind of play some, like... It's ambiance. Ambiance, yeah, that's the best way to describe <laughs> it. And I think this is the first time you hit the park and you can actually start hearing people, like, talking, like, overall in the speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe they're talking about taking off, you know, you'll have, like kind of you know like x-wing to tower or whatever I, that's not exactly what they say but like they're talking about taking off um because this is ultimately an outpost 
uh, Black Spire Outpost is like, you know, obviously the overall, when you're in the world, that's where you are. You're not in Galaxy's Edge. Um, and so that's super cool because if you just stand over there long enough, you could just listen to them talk and talk. Um, so yeah, then I believe that's where we're also on the other side of the big path there. That's where Rise of the Resistance is, which we'll, we'll get into later. Um, but again, very like, Rise of the Resistance is really subtle. Um, hence the resistance part of it <laughs> you know yeah. it's it doesn't just rise the resistance you know big neon lights because you know the whole world building of this whole thing is that like you know it's not really a spoiler for rise of the resistance it's kind of in the name but you're like <laughs> you're you're joining the resistance in something um and that's one thing the whole area nails is that yeah what which is where tomorrowland with you know shoving star wars and fails is that in galaxy's edge you're Technically, you're not you're not in Galaxy's Edge. You're on the planet Batu at Black Spire Outpost. You're mm-hmm. in the world of Star Wars. Something that you pointed out to me, Zach. I remember when we were there a while ago, mm-hmm. is that like they don't have even like when you're buying like you know something from there. Star Wars isn't on the tag. It doesn't say Star Wars anywhere in the land because you're yeah. not in Star Wars. You're on Batu. Yeah. You're in Black Spire Outpost, and this is the same yeah. thing. So when you're walking up to Rise of Resistance, there's no big sign that says rise of the resistance you know yeah. it's there's this little kind of like hidden away thing where there's some pe- yeah. you know people standing there like okay going to getting in line and then you you're able to figure out okay this is where rise of resistance is but it's like no this is kind of like you know a resistance space yeah exactly and that's like that's that's i'm gonna say this is my favorite part probably 20 times this whole thing because <laughs> <all my favorite. laughs> on top of the cool ambiance and light fixtures uh that could be probably my favorite part is like mm-hmm. you said that star wars is nowhere in here and you're in the world of Star Wars, like it, like I said, it wouldn't make sense for them to put Rise of the Resistance in Big Neon because Kylo Ren in this world is literally walking around every 20 minutes. Like he would just, he'd be like, "Well, I guess we found the Resistance base." Like, like and they, they, like they play into that, and and I believe I'm pretty sure too. Even when you're lining up, I could be mistaken, but the the cast members are like, "Yo, you guys need to get in quick, like quickly yeah. before like before the you know." The stormtroopers come or whatever. I, maybe that was one of the couple times we said, you know, we lined up there. Like, they're the cast members too play into this world beautifully. Um, it's like like nowhere else either. You know, like they really very much like if you talk about we'll get in later, but you talk about like, hey, where's like the lightsaber making thing? They're like, uh, don't say that too loud. Like, <laughs> sh- sh- like Kylo Ren's right over there. Like, chill, bro. You know, or you know, you'll talk about like. I don't know, like, you'll mention, like, the food, and they'll, like, be like, oh, you can get, like, our space food. I don't know. But, like, it's, they're very much, like, they're space food. Space food. <laughs> like, they're, the food, amazing. Um, but, yeah, they're, everything's, like, in the world. Uh, and it's it's so, so cool. And, again, they could have easily just been like, yo, we're making Star Wars land, and uh, we're going to put Star Wars everywhere. We're going to make a bunch of money because it's Star Wars. And it would have been, like, fine, but... The, the fact they chose to want this, like, no, we're going to make an original thing with... Even there's some original characters, but, like, it's all going to fit into this whole overall... We're going to actually do the real-life world-building. Um, super cool. And also, and it fits... It's in one time as well. It takes place during the sequel trilogy, so it's like... Yeah, yeah. You, it, it all is in that canon of, like, you know, you, you can... You, like I said, there's Rey walking around, there's Chewbacca walking around, there's yeah. Kylo Ren walking around. But, like, you know, then there's also not you know like luke skywalker walking around and it's like as cool as that would be yeah w- with that immersion of be- okay i am in star wars during this timeline it would be kind of weird to have ray walking around and then having you know young luke skywalker walking around it's like yeah. that, that's so i i appreciate that, that they do that 
Well, and I like that even though they grounded it in the sequels, they made it its own thing. Because, like, and so that means, like, and the sequels, you know, you argue about if they're good, bad, in between, whatever. But, like, it, it meant that the sequels could have bobbed or they could have been great, but this is going to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. And no matter, it's, it's it connects to the movies, but it's not, it's connected just based on the world and the characters that, you know, virtually everyone knows and loves anyway. So, I love that they did that. They didn't, like, oh, it's going to, this is Jakku or whatever. And this yeah, is, like, yeah. they could have been, like, oh, now you're going on, like, the Death Star or whatever. Or the, <laughs> I forget what the, the bigger Death Star in the Episode 7 was um, called. Oh, Starkiller Base. Starkiller Base, yeah. You could have been, like, on Star, I don't know, like, they, they grounded it in just the world of Star Wars. Because, like, there's a million planets they could have gone to. And I love they did that. Yeah, the, the uh, easy one would be Tatooine. And oh, yeah. I'm, I honestly, my guess was that they were going to do that. And I'm happy they didn't. Yeah. I'm sure. On, I'm sure on the whiteboard, the same whiteboard that was make it like Tomorrowland. They had Tatooine, Jakku, you know, Endor. Like they had them all on there. And then the intern was like, "Yo, what if we just did our own thing?" And they were like, "Ah, oh, that could be cool." Like, uh, Bobby Iger greenlit it. Uh, all right. So you kind of you, you check out everything there. Um, if you keep going, I believe the path kind of eventually will split into a Y. And you could either walk into um, basically the marketplace, or you can kind of take a right, and it leads you down more of like a big open path where there's various other things down there that we'll get into. Um, but for the sake of this, I think we're going to go into the marketplace. Um, and when you first walked in, there's like this is also where the bathroom is. Good to note. Um, <laughs> That's a super, nice bathroom. Too. Super nice bathroom. Dope hand dryers. Very cool, very well themed. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, it, again, it's a space bathroom. Super cool. Now, okay, here's the there. thing though. I think because before we said that um, the uh, Hungry Bear was the best bathroom. Yeah. I think this might be it. Both I think it in terms does. of how big it is and how it's themed. I mean, this is probably the best themed bathroom, right? Oh yeah, because uh, you don't have to go over the top of your bathroom. I mean, I don't need. I don't need I don't need Kylo Ren in the bathroom with me, but <laughs> there, there's also I, I guess it's not there anymore. But there's the Bugsland bathroom where like Flick is and like Hamlet are talking to you in the speaker. I don't need that. I don't. Need that. I, don't I do need not that. need Flick in there while I'm peeing. That would just make me a little more uncomfortable. That but, was like yeah, that, that, that was a little much. <laughs> but I believe I'm not mistaken. It's like got p- open pipes kind of, and they're probably fake. Mm-hmm. But like you know, and like all this stuff and. You know, whether the hand dryers, I think they're, like, they're just, like, and again, it's just, like, paint and, like, adding a couple, like, props, basically. But it, it's a very much, like, a, and it's a dull theme, too, which, again, loots the whole, like, outpost kind of thing, um, which is super cool. I agree. Best theme bathroom. And it's very clean, too. I mean, they're all pretty clean, but, like, this one's really, really clean. I think we got to so have a bathrooms episode at some point. We, we got to. Really do. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, you go out of the bathroom because even though you peed at Hungry Bear, uh, you have to pee again. Um, <laughs> I'm pointing at myself. <laughs> well, remember, there's the water fountain right next to the bathrooms, too. There is. There's a water filler there. And yeah. uh, super cool, if you stand there long enough, um, you can watch the monster go in and out of the water. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, from um, episode four. Yeah. In the, the trash compactor. Yeah, and it's like it, it's 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 super subtle too. It doesn't happen every like minute. It's like every I'd probably say five or ten minutes, about as long as it takes someone to poop. Um, <laughs> so if you're waiting for somebody, if you watch yeah. that thing, yeah. you're gonna eventually see it. Yeah, it's know. super cool, and uh, it catches people off guard sometimes. But 
and it makes noises like you can hear when it because it goes like and then it rumbles a little louder a little louder a little louder if i'm not mistaken and then all of a sudden you see the eye pop up and then it goes right back down um yeah super cool uh there's like i believe there's two in that like this is like the main kind of courtyard i would say of the um like the shop shopping area yeah um the bazaar bazaar i guess you'd call it bazaar maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh there's like two little shops there i've I've never actually stood there. I mean, I've I've looked in what they sell, but I'm really blanking on. Them. I think it's like one or two items only, though. I think it's like plushies, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I, I I looked up, and every shop in Galaxy's Edge has a name. Oh, I don't really? know which ones which one is which. Though. Oh, I'm sure. So if I had to guess, this is probably Toy Darian Toy Maker. That would make sense. <laughs> Because yes. that's the one that has... Okay, so the, the description of Toy Darian Toymaker is a workshop with handcrafted toys made by local artisans. That would make sense because it kind of feels like you're at a farmer's market and someone just like, boom, popped up a couple tables. I'm actually at the point of the video where I'm looking at... So I have a video playing right now, looping while I'm talking about this. Um, yeah, it looks like on one side it's like wood crafting kind of stuff and the other side I think is probably the plushies. So... Okay. Yeah. Uh, again, it's cool um because uh again the whole theming of this too is well they only might sell one or two things like on the side like on the wood one you see like on the side he's got like wood cutting tools and he's got like statues and everything and like a furnace and like it's just oh like over the top theming <laughs> like they did not have to go this hard but they did and it's super cool oh the plushy one is probably bina's creature stall a shop with plush plush creatures and critters from around the galaxy. Uh, that would make sense. So that's if I had to guess. The well, as we go through, we'll try to piece together. Which we'll is try to piece <laughs> together. Because again, they uh, they do not go into like there's no shop names. Like it doesn't say Rita's or whatever name was Creature Stall or whatever. Like it's they're very much just all, like you're at a a, a bazaar bazaar yeah bazaar yeah. bazaar. <laughs> uh, also it's, when we say shop also it's not like it's not like you know star trader where you go into this big building it's this tiny little like hole in the wall that you go up oh, to and, like yeah. they're little like stands basically they hold like maybe four or five people max like on the mm -hmm. bigger one like on these little ones here um and uh which so you have those two right there again i never shopped at them but i think they just don't i don't know why but <laughs> you keep walking there's also a big fountain there if i'm not mistaken um, I'm not mistaken. Or like, uh, basically, it's a big. It's like a statue thing. Yeah, where people, statue, like where it fountain. doubles as a bench for waiting. For yeah, people I knew it wasn't a fountain, but I knew I could sit on it. So, <laughs> um, and then you keep going, and this is that's kind of where the after you kind of keep walk, wandering through, it's like where the main shops are, and like every side, every like side has a shop. Um, really cool. Again, super cool theming here. I'm just gonna say that a million times. Um, <laughs> Like it is the whether best thing. Like, it's so good. Whether it be like you look up and there's just like these random like pots and like lights things sitting in the sky and you're like, Whoa, this is kinda cool and like it's open but there's like a kind of a crappy net over it, like as if it's a rundown, you know, outpost or whatever. Like everything about it's super cool. Um But these are again, I, I totally there's I'm gonna kinda hit the shops kinda not fast, because I don't know exactly I kinda forget exactly what's in all of them. Like I know one's like a popcorn one. Uh, with I believe we'd said that popcorn wasn't very good. I don't know if I ever had it. But... We haven't had it. I've just heard it's bad. And the popcorn one is Cat Saka's Kettle. Okay. <laughs> and I, none of us have had it because I've heard nothing but bad things about it. And I'm not a big popcorn guy just in yeah, general. I... So it's like, 
I don't want to go and possibly get bad popcorn and then throw it away, you know? That's my thing. And, like, you know, Disneyland prices, well, they're not horrible. They're, they're rather expensive, you know? So, like, I'm not going to waste my money on popcorn. Like, I've had the Disneyland, the normal Disneyland popcorn. I like it a lot. Like, it hits a spot sometimes. But, like, I'm at a point where I'm going to go and get, like, a Rondo wrap. Which we well, I was about to say, later. yeah, right around the corner yeah, is the Rondo wrap. We'll get there. Is the Rondo but... We'll get there. We're still walking. We're not to the Rondo wrap yet. We're in route. But, um... One of the greatest foods to ever bless this earth. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you have the popcorn. Um, there's a robe shop, uh, which you can buy, but you can't wear in the park. Very sad. That, oh, man. Um, I, I, don't, I, I shouldn't go off when I think about that, but that makes me very mad because I would 100% buy a Jedi robe if I could wear it in the park, but I don't let you wear it in the park, and it makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, the kids can, just not the adults. Yeah, but I'm, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm not gonna buy like, uh, but it's like a hundred dollars. It's like I'm not just really gonna wear that out on my own. It's like I'm gonna only wear it at Disneyland, <laughs> and not letting me wear it the only place I would wear it. You I, can just I wear like... it around the house. I mean, yeah. <laughs> your comfy pajamas, your comfy yeah. wizard pajamas. Um, I mean, like I get it. I get the counter argument as to why I don't like it, but I get it. You know, um, yeah. but. So yeah, you have the robes, really cool robes. Um, across from it is like a, or maybe not exactly across from it, but there's like a, a pin slash hats and fans, like all, you know, kind of, that one's more of like your general like Disneyland kind of shop. But again, super cool because it has Black Spire Outpost themed stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the dad hat, the Black Spire Outpost hat. You do have, I like that hat a lot. It's a very good dad <laughs> hat. Um, other things to note while you're walking down there, there's, like, crates and, like, scrap, basically, while you're walking around. So you're not just looking at shops that are, like, indented, and there's also, like, various things while you're walking through this bazaar um, that just, again, add to that feeling of, like, okay, like, I'm in, a, like, a, like a marketplace, you know, like, again, like a space farmer's market, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the best way to describe it. Uh, I'm definitely missing a couple shops. Um, I'm trying here, to think. I, I can go down the list here. Yeah, so, yeah, why don't you do that? Um, let's, yeah, Catsacka's Kettle, Bina's Creature Stall, okay. um, a shop with plush and cre- creatures and critters from around the galaxy, Todarian yeah. Tormaker, uh, first, or the First Order one's way up there. Yeah, yeah, that um, one's... There's Resistance Supply, a shop where guests can outfit themselves to battle against the First Order, but you can't wear them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Black Spire Outfitters, an apparel shop to dress like the citizens of Batuu. Okay, that's yeah. That's probably the the other one where you get the cool dad hat. Yeah. Um. That must be all of them then. From the. I guess anyway, in, in yeah. that area, yeah. In that area, yeah. So anyway, you keep walking. Um, you kind of come into a, probably another like I would say like a courtyardish kind of thing. Um, on the right, there's like a little metal cage that has like some tools and stuff in it. Um, you can't go in it, but you can just look in it. Uh, and then in the center is like a big it's kind of a jet engine basically yeah. but they're but in, here in Batu they're using it as a like basically like a grill and there's like a cool like little robot man like pulling it up and down i believe every, it's on a timer where it like will start like shooting up some like smoke or whatever or like kind of going a little crazy there um yeah. and it's like every like 10 15 minutes um but on kind of on the other side of that is where you get what might be one of the greatest foods to ever graze this earth. Yeah. Um, you get the Rondo wrap and the Tatooine sunset. Um, 
there's other things there. Or there's other like drinks and stuff there, but nah, they don't matter. Um, <laughs> but, but yes, Except I think we got both drinks, and we both agree that the tattoo. There's two, I think, right? There's Tatooine Sunset and something else. I want to say there's, yeah, there's two or three, but Tatooine Sunset, which, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, tea. Um, it was like, was it? Was it kind of like an Arnold Palmer for? for yeah, yeah, that, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like an Arnold Palmer, probably with a little more sweetener. Uh, they call it Tatooine Sunset because it, it kind of, when you get the drink, it's kind of like a brownish gold kind of thing, mm-hmm. as if you're like watching the sunset over the sand. Um, yes, oh, one of the best drinks. I don't even, I like, I don't like sugary drinks or anything, <laughs> but like, so good, it's so cool. good. Um, and the Ronto wrap itself, and you get the Ronto wrap. Uh, which Ooh. again, for those who have is not great, is their taste buds. Uh, <laughs> highly recommend it. It is a the best way to describe it is like a, if a hot dog and a taco made sweet love, and <laughs> but it, but they made it in space. Uh, that is the Ronto wrap. It is oh and uh, and in a euro too. Um, but so it's a, a, pe- pe- a pita bread basically. Yeah. And then they put a sausage in it. Um, I believe, yeah, sausage. And then there's sausage, some yeah. coleslaw and then some sauce. Lord knows if I know what it is. Um, but it's really good. It's, all, it's just good sauce. They put good sauce on it. <laughs> and then they just fold it all up. I'm pretty sure that's everything, if I'm mistaken. Um, but it's like the combination and whatever that sauce is. And the, the softness of the pita with the... Oh, with the deliciousness of the sausage. Oh, it's so it's cool. just like I, I well, so we also we have this ranking system with with our food. <laughs> our ranking system. So we compare the food in the park to MCU movies to Marvel mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. Um, and we've come to the agreement that this the Ronto wrap is Infinity War. It is. It so is. because yeah. it's mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. it's 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 a little snack. Mm-hmm. It's really, really like it's it's crazy good. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Every second of it, you're enjoying it, and then at mm-hmm. the end, it's sad because there's no more Ronto rap. Exactly, it leaves you wanting more. You want the next thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, we rank it a lot. You know, like Infinity War. I could sit down and watch Infinity War all day long. And mm-hmm. anytime, not so much. always in the mood for it. Always in the mood for Infinity War. It's just a good movie. Uh, just like a Ronto rap. I can yep. eat it any time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've eaten it for around breakfast time. It's that good. Well, they also they have a breakfast Ronto wrap too. Oh, well, we tried it. It was good, but it, it wasn't was good. Yeah, as good as the basic Ronto wrap. I think you just can't. Well, the, the, the basic you, you can't improve on perfection. Obviously, <laughs> exactly. But... Once you hit eleven out of ten, you don't get any higher. <laughs> There's no twelve out of ten. It stops at eleven. Um, <laughs> um, but yes, we definitely we named that one Infinity War, which is yeah. almost as high as it can get. Um, without like, I forget what we. Endgame's like the Blue Bayou or something. Yeah, Endgame was Blue Bayou, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be in the mood for it. It's an event, you know. Yeah. But the Ronda <laughs> Rap, always down to party. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I think we've talked long enough about the Ronda Rap. If you haven't got that, it's amazing. You just have an entire podcast it. talking about how good the Ronda Rap is. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk for an hour about the Ronda Rap. Um, and obviously the Tatooine Sunset, delicious drink. Yeah. Um, pairs perfectly with a Ronda Rap. Um, so from there, you get your Ronto wrap, you sit down, you have the time of your life, and then, (laughs) uh, you you keep walking. Uh, there's kind of like a sitting area for the other restaurant. I believe there's only, 
There's only a handful of restaurants in Galaxy's Edge. There's the Ron Trap Place. There's uh, the... Uh, it's called the Cargo... Cargo Bay? Docking Bay 7? Docking Bay. I need something with Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where... You, you, there's like a sitting area. We're just going to kind of pretend like you... I'm going to skirt around the, the other shop there really quick. Just talk about this. Um, that's where they have the ribs, which I tried. I tried when they... Like around when the park first opened. And like the chef even came out. Or like... What, I think the chef came out to me. He's like, yo, we're trying to improve. Yeah. I'm like, what'd you think? And I was like, they're good, but like... I don't know, Texas Roadhouse a little better. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they were good. They were definitely good. But again, we found the Ron Rap, fell in love. Just can't beat well, it. Th- that's the thing. Yeah, we, we've had the ribs once, and yes. we haven't gone back. Ron yes. Rap, we've gone back many, many times. And I will say, I like the area, the Docking Bay 7, like the actual sit-down place, both inside and outside. It's a very nice sit-down place. Like, to, a place mm-hmm. to sit, I mean. Yeah. The food itself is just kind of like, okay... Yeah, and to be fair, first off, I know we get our Ron Traps and we sit in there to eat them. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to make note of that because it's the best <laughs> of worlds. Um, but yeah, I want to be very fair. Like I've only tried the ribs. I forget what you got. Uh, I think I, do, no, we, I think we split the ribs. Oh, we did split the ribs. That's right. So we've only had the ribs. Yeah. And uh, again, they were good. Um, but they were. I remember them being a little bland. Um, they were just nothing special. That's, that's yeah. the thing. Again, I feel like... You know, my big thing is, like, I'm, I'm here in Disneyland, especially at Galaxy's Edge. Like, the food is so... There's so much unique food, and I don't... I don't know, like, I love ribs, but, like, if I can get it at Texas Roadhouse or Armadillo Willie's, I think I'd rather just go get something that I can't go get at home, basically. Yeah. That's my thought, at least, when I'm there. Um, but, yeah. So that place is good. Um, I can't speak on anything else on their menu because we haven't tried it. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's good, but... I mean, if you're not getting the Ronto wrap, I don't know what you do. Uh, I can't help you. I'm be honest with you. I can't help you. But, um, all right. So if you kind of walk out there and kind of go back to your right, because I kind of skipped it. I think it's kind of before it. But, um, you you see, there's like a a statue of a like a I don't know if they're a Jedi. They're not really a Jedi, but they're like a scholarly person. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's not, I don't think it's any specific character as much as no. just a generic statue, which is, again, super cool. It's not like a statue of Luke Skywalker. Um, and this is... What's the... I don't know the name of this exactly. Doc Ondar's. Doc Ondar's. Doc Ondar's Den right. of Antiquities. That's right. This is maybe my favorite shop yeah. in the place. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so, shopping-wise. So this is the dope one with the dope lightsabers. Uh, yeah. The legacy Honduras. lightsabers. Yes, the legacy ones, not the ones you build. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, this one's super cool. They also have other things in there, like uh, the holocrons. Um, they have various other, like, I think they have some, like, smaller discounty lightsabers. Um, it's, it's very much like a space antique store, is what they're going for. And again, they nail it perfectly. There's, like, an animatronic, um, oh, what's it, like? Ithorian? Um, yeah, yeah. It was like him, and he like moves all around. Super good animatronic. Like I could stare at it for hours and be like, "Wow, I'm looking at a real uh, a Thorian." Yeah. Um, super cool. And in fact, they added that there. Basically, he's like the owner. He's like moving around, like beeping and booping. Yeah, he is Doc Ondar. Yeah, he is Doc Ondar. Yeah. And uh, yeah, again, we pretty much go in there and just stare at lightsabers for an hour. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, here you go. We bought well, uh, and then I I bought Ray's. Did you ever end up buying one? No, I loved Mace Windu's, but I'd never bought it. I think instead of buying Mace Windu's, I built a Sith lightsaber. Right, right, right. 
Um, I mean, to be fair, I got two lightsabers that are mine. Kind of cool. <laughs> uh, definitely stare at them sometimes. Uh, but yeah, so I like, they have a lot of cool ones. Um, and I believe they're a little cheaper than building your own. Building your own is like $200, I want to say. And these are more in the price range of like 125 to 150 Still very yeah. expensive, don't get me wrong. Like, But they're that, very, very nice. They're yeah. very, very high quality. Oh yeah, to anyone who's never seen them, like this is the probably the nicest lightsaber you will ever buy. Um, like it's for the two hundred dollars of building your own or the hundred and fifty of just buying one. Like it's it's heavy, it's metal or at least some kind of metal. Um, it's very yeah, highest quality lightsaber ever. Um, I mean, maybe there's some boutique ones that are a little nicer, but I'm not big in the lightsaber community, so I can't speak <laughs> into it. Uh, but yeah, super cool. And I think they're, they've added some more since, or like, they've added some yeah. online at least, or they're, oh, I just got to the part of the video where they're showing the Ronda rap. Throughout the, because like when, um, when the land opened, The Last Jedi was the newest movie, and then, Albert, like, you know, when The Rise of Skywalker opened, or opened, came out, they mm-hmm. like added lightsabers from The Rise of Skywalker yeah. and stuff, and then they, they've changed them out, like, throughout the the months and yeah. everything so it's always uh, rotating yeah because some and they go away like you said right there they don't always have the the same ones there because we, we haven't seen the mace windu one i remember in a while because we, we were looking for it we we're like oh, is mace windu the one there and then we just we didn't see it the last couple times we went maybe that's why i built mine maybe i i was thinking of mace windu and then it wasn't there and i just said build my own um yeah these are really cool lightsabers though yeah um, and this uh, that shop just in general is such a great like like when we talk about theming like if Mm. you you know you're looking around at all the stuff but if you look up there's on the walls all around you 360 degrees everywhere there is just like star wars stuff everywhere it is Mm -hmm. so so like you know little like antiques like you said you know collectible thing there's like a broken uh ig droid there's like a bunch of masks and like stormtrooper helmets and like there's so much stuff all around you there's a there's a um a stuffed uh Oh, what is the thing in uh, when Luke uh, is in the ice on Hoth that he fights and he cuts his arm off? What's that thing called? Uh, oh, 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 I know, oh, the I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. Oh, what's the name of it? That's gonna bother me so much. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there's like a you know like a stuffed one of those things. It's like there's so much stuff all like in the like said that animatronic it is such a good animatronic it's such a great store oh, such it's a, the, the wampas wampa there you go uh, uh, <laughs> that's a the great animatronics is just a theme for the whole galaxy's edge i mean and disneyland in general you know since uh i think probably since um uh what am i blanking on i don't know rocket um oh yeah but uh yeah really good animatronic it's Again, one that you can just stare at, and like if you like stare at it long enough, you're like, wait, I'm not in Star Wars right now. Like actually, <laughs> um, and yeah, theming in that whole place, f- totally phenomenal. And again, they have really cool, unique things like the lightsabers or the holocrons. Um, I still, I don't even know if they if they're gonna still do it or whatever, but I still really want one of those black, um, black. Uh, 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 my brain. Kyber crystals. Kyber crystals. Yeah, mm. I think it's like what a one in a hundred chance that you get it. You have to buy. Like, <laughs> spend so much money on red crab crystals to get the black one but yeah that's that's the red one that you try and get it get the black, yeah, black one yeah yeah you, you buy it so i'd have to spend let's see if each one's like 15 bucks like i've seen solid. people get it on the first try it's just you yeah. never know i think i bought one 
I might have one. I don't know. But I had a whole plan, you know, I was going to, like, buy the Holocrons the next time we came back, and then I was going to slowly buy them every time, and then here we are now. I don't have the Holocrons. I've been Disneyland. It's all right. My, I had a whole lightsaber shelf idea. Again, it all hinged on the idea that I was yep. going to go back to Disneyland. I thought it was a really safe bet at the time, but uh, turns well, out it wasn't. Well, we will be back. It, yeah. We will be back. It's just we have to wait a little bit. Yeah. That's true. Uh and then when we had trips planned, though, you know. But, um, yeah. You know. <laughs> well, anyway, so you go to that shop, uh, you stare at like symbols for an hour, uh, <laughs> you go get another Ronda rep, and, uh, <laughs> we're, uh, I'm pretty sure we've done, but. Oh, 100%. Multiple oh, times. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we've done, we've done, we've taken down two or three Ronda reps in one day before. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's that good. And never got old. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you come out there, and then if you make a right, you're just like, you're hit with the Millennium Falcon. Like, it's just oh, there. Yeah. And you're like, it's big. Like, it's no little Millennium Falcon. It, it's like a full-scale Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And wow, is it pretty. Um, and also, like, this... So this is where Smuggler's Run entrance is. Um, and it's more of, like... It's basically, like, the docking bay is what it's supposed to be themed towards. Um, and again, there's the giant Millennium Falcon there, which plays into the whole story of Smuggler's Run. Um, I won't get into it for, I guess, spoiler reasons people have been... Uh, but yeah, super cool. They have people standing there with like photos. Uh, you can like take your picture of the Millennium Falcon, and it's basically just a huge courtyard. Uh, there's also some mountains in the back too, which again just adds to the whole theming that this whole place is amazing at. Yeah, well, because that's uh, the thing. It's because right around on the opposite side of those rocks is Toontown. <laughs> it's like you don't even think of that. No, I've never thought about that. Like, man, I'm really close to Toontown right now. Like, no. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thing I really like is that you know, you, like you, they have people that you know take your picture for the Millennium Falcon, but it's not like there's not like a line for it or anything. It's not you, you can just go up and take a picture in front of it. You know, there, it's oh, yeah. not like you know, if you're trying to get a picture in front of the castle takes all day. You know, mm-hmm. but with the with the Millennium Falcon, you can just kind of go up and take a picture, or go up to them and ask to get your picture taken. It's not like uh, it doesn't feel like a photo op. You know, it just feels like there's a ship. Hey, let's go take a picture in front of the ship, you know? Exactly, yeah. It, and it's not like, you know, again, like, there's no, like, designated, okay, line starts here, here's where you gotta stand, like, all this stuff. Like, they're just, like, three or four people with a camera and, like, their dope uh, Black Spire Outpost, like, staff or whatever you could say, like, you yeah. know, they're, uh, like, you know, clothes, and they're like, yo, we'll take your photo. Like, and it, it's super cool. Um, so we'll save Smuggler's Run for later. Um, but yeah, you can see all that there. And then if you keep, unless we had any more thoughts about the Lonely Falcon, or this place. Nah, it's awesome. Okay. <laughs> 10 out. Anybody? No. <laughs> all right. So you keep wrapping around to the right now. And I believe the next thing you hit is going to be, um, wow. We've been hit so many times. Ogas, right? Uh, yeah. Ogas. Ogas Canteen. And, uh, so, August Canteen, we've done it... Cantina. Ooh, almost every time we go, right? At this point. Yeah, it's, I would yeah. say every time, yeah. It's it's really cool. So, it's like the reservation only, like, it's a bar, um, but they have, like, really cool non-alcoholic drinks. Um, I'm assuming really cool alcoholic drinks. Um, <laughs> you'll, say, uh, you'll, you'll find out in August. I'll find out. <laughs> Probably by the time we go back, I'll find out. That'll yeah. be cool, like, uh, going back, if, if it actually happens around then. I hope it's not that long, but... 
That'd be a nice, that'd be a kind of a cool little thing. But, uh... Wait, you're the only, well, is, are they cool alcoholic drinks? You're the only one that's had them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me? I've only had the wine. I don't know. I haven't had anything oh. else. Uh, okay. <laughs> people uh, say, people love them. People go crazy for them. They're like, but they have, you know, their specific favorites, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we gotta try them all. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, so it's super cool. And they all have really cool names. Like, I think one's, like, uh, Hyperdrive, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I'm really blanking on the one that I normally get. Because I've tried all... I think at this point I've tried all the non-alcoholic ones. Um, yeah. There's varying degrees of goodness. Um, the blue me. one is the best one. I forget what it's yeah. called, but that one. <laughs> but, like, Hyperspace or whatever. Well, grandma, Grandma's favorite right? Hyperdrive, is that it? It's Yeah, that one. That's the best one. Yeah. So, let's see here. He's got some food. He's got, I think, and I think that we've, I don't even know if we've tried the food before. No, it's very we much haven't. like snacky like stuff. No. Um, let's see. As far as, oh yeah, the, you're probably thinking of the blue Bantha. Is that my phone? No, it's, uh, I think it's Hyperdrive because I know Caden oh, and Keegan's grandma, that's her absolute favorite. Oh, and I think wait. that's what it is. Hang on. I'm looking at the wrong. Yes. Hyperdrive and then in parentheses it's punch it. I do remember the punch it now. Right, right, right. That one <laughs> is Powerade. Uh, Powerade Berry Blast with white cranberry juice, black cherry puree, and Sprite. Um, yeah, oh, sounds... then, I think I normally get the Java Juice. I think that's my favorite. Uh, which is like an orange pineapple kiwi. And it has like little popping pearl things. Oh, that one's good. Um, there's also Carbon Freeze. Uh, Blurk Fire. I don't think I ever tried. Or maybe I tried that one. It might not have been that good. Uh, and then Cliff Dweller, and that one's the one that comes in the the pork mug. Um, but yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. Um, oh, it's the fuzzy tauntaun is the alcohol one that I was thinking of. That's the one that you get that like tingly feeling in your mouth. Apparently, yeah, they, yeah, they say that your lips get numb. Ooh. Yeah, like uh, foam on it. I don't, I don't know. I've never had it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Super cool, but anyway, more than just the drinks. It's uh, they play like really cool music, and you're limited to an hour. So I'm, I mean, I'm sure they have it set up where it's like an hour long playlist. But I, I've never heard the same song twice. Uh, DJ Rex is just spitting fire. Um, obviously Rex from um, Star Tours. The original Star Tours. Yeah, yeah, which is like super cool because he, and he's literally just a DJ, and like you hear every time like say like hype stuff like yo. Let's get it all back to and like you know, it's like and then like little robots up to like moving its head up and down. The thing that makes me so happy every time that it happens is every probably around like half hour or so, so about once like you know when like once a time that you're in there, yeah, all the lights will go off, and then they're like, oh no, the power went out, and they'll have somebody, usually a little kid to like start bashing on the the power source to mm. have it all restart and then rex starts malfunctioning for a sec and he starts saying quotes from the original star tours <laughs> and then it makes the star tours and then it all restarts it oh. makes me so happy <laughs> so it's like a little like easter egg thing but, oh, yeah. it's so cool my favorite part about it is because the Galaxy's Edge is canon, so that means canonically Rex is a DJ in Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, super cool. 
but yeah, super cool place. Um, definitely like every like I said, we go every time, so it's definitely like if you're gonna go to Galaxy, it's just like a must do. I would say oh, yeah. at least. Um, again, the drinks are awesome, and the whole atmosphere of just sitting in there. Again, even if you don't want to drink the alcohol, or even if you don't want to get a drink, I'm sure they have snacks, and it's just sitting in there and like. And then, again, it's 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 like a bar, like it's crowd. I mean, I'm sure when we go back, it won't be like this, but it's like crowded, like a bar, and it's like, again, the music's loud, and it's just like a cool, like for an hour, it's like, wow, I'm at a space bar. <laughs> DJ Rex is spitting fire. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm you know of age to drink. I just I don't like to drink. So right. and you know I've never had any of the alcoholic drinks, and I still I love it. I like I have a great time every time we go. Yeah, it's really good. Um, anyway, so you get out of there, and this this part is a little, I mean, shop-wise and attraction-wise, it's not empty. Like, there's a lot to look at and everything, but it's more just a walkway. Yeah. And uh, there's some plans. Uh, I'm sure there's, like, a snack vendor there with, like, one of those grenade Coca-Colas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this area is, uh, I don't want to say it's barren. It just doesn't have anything to necessarily do. But it's, again, super cool theming here, um, whether it be the plans or, like, the boxes stacked somewhere. It's also a lot uh, of times stormtroopers walk through there. Yeah, and so you can like those, and they'll you know they'll stop you, and they'll like, or if you if you have like a lightsaber, they'll you know be like, whoa, you know, make sure that's a Sith one or whatever, (laughs) or uh, or they'll give you like a thumbs up if you're like I think I I made a guy a thumbs up one time from like my rise my resistance jacket or not resistance my um, first first order order jacket yeah Yeah. (laughs) um but yeah so those guys walk through I I would say there's probably a good. Like, there's always a character somewhere where you're at. I mean, not all the time, but, like, it, you know, it's pretty... It frequently, they keep the Stormtroopers, whether it be Stormtroopers, Ray, Kylo, or Chewie. I'm just, I think those are the four. I'm probably yeah. missing a Yeah, and then there's the, the original one, V. That's true. I forgot, I forgot her full name, but I know her first name is just V. Yeah, and she walks around a lot. And I, I'm pretty sure... I've never done it, but I've heard that you can, like... If you like interact with her a lot, you, she'll like play in with you and be like, "Yo, like we gotta hide, like time come in, like go." <laughs> well, hide there, there was one time that uh, Ray was hiding from a bunch of stormtroopers, and she saw me like looking at her with stars in my eyes, and then she like hid behind me and she was like, "Walk very still." And I was uh, like, "Oh, you got it, Ray. You I got, got it." it. <laughs> yeah, which um, yeah, we also we have a picture of us with Ray. Uh, yeah, that was happiest awesome. time of my life. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so this basically, this leads you to what I would say is like the first order side of, uh, Black Spire Post or Galaxy's mm-hmm. Edge. Um, to the right is probably the second favorite, uh, thing you can consume in this, uh, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, uh, yeah. Underneath, I put it underneath the Rondo Wrap, and I put it above the Tatooine Sunset. I would uh, say so, yeah. And it is the blue milk, not to be confused with green milk. Or the green milk with chili spice. Oh god, uh, the Toydarian swirl. Uh, Toy swirl sucks so much. <laughs> uh, and the green milk was like a solid six out of ten. Uh, it wasn't bad. It's just for how much you're spending. It's like that's not yeah. even close to worth it. Yeah, but blue milk on the other hand, again, this stuff's like super expensive. It's only like an eight ounce cup, and I'm pretty sure it's like seven dollars. But wow, the blue milk is ten out of ten. Very like, good. Nailed the sweetness, nailed the texture. It's basically again for the uninitiated. Uh, it is the, it's kind of like if you took a slushy, um, but put some milk in it. But it's not actual milk. It's like vegan milk, I think. Uh, well, it's definitely like you don't taste actual milk. Really no, well. it's like the texture, I guess. Yeah, but because it, it does. I, I don't like milk, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's very much more. It's like 
85% slushy, 15% milk. Yeah. Uh, again, but it's called blue milk, so a little confusing. But it's supposed <laughs> to be from, uh, I believe, episode 8, you know, where he milks the, the thing, if mm. no, not mistaken. That's there. the green milk. The blue oh, milk is from episode 4. Oh, my bad. My bad. So... Yeah, super good. Again, at least I mean I probably get it a good three or four times. I spend way too much money on it. Uh, we usually but, do like once a day. Yeah, once a day. And you know what? For how much you know, for only going you know every couple months when we did, it was like all right, I can spend seven bucks on this. Like yeah, I'm not I don't not gonna get it home again. It's a little small. And probably my biggest complaint is it's just kind of small. Like you, that's yeah. I mean, like I wish for how much either reduce it by two dollars or just make it bigger. Yeah. And, but whatever, I mean, it's it's the only blue milk you'll ever get in your life, so they could probably charge whatever they want within yeah. a mildly reason and be fine. So I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, that's super good. And this is, again, I said this was kind of like the first order part because they're like they're flying a big first order flag over there. And if you look to kind of your left, there's a gigantic. Um, I, I honestly don't know what the ship is called. I'm really bad about the Tie Fighter, that. right? Is it a tie? F- I don't think it's a tie fighter. It's not a tie fighter. I don't know exactly what it's. It's called. like the the sequel version of like a dope tie fighter. I don't know. It's like a tie fighter plus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's like a. I mean, I guess it's best way to describe it is like a big tie fighter, but like the wings are a little curved in. Right, um, right, right, right. It's no, what. No, no. Uh, it's what like, like Kylo Ren. Uh, like bulls in in like you know the the sequels basically it's kind of like his kind of ship i don't think it's his ship exactly but it's uh and like what all the generals like are in um that's super cool they do like a first order i guess dare i say show kind of there every now and then um it happens probably every hour or something like that where like the first order general like stands up and like all the stormtroopers there and you know the, you know we are the first order enlist today or whatever all this stuff and then kylo ren comes up and i think he chokes the guy i forget exactly what it is but something along those lines um and again super cool that it, it, it it's not even much of a show as much as it feels like you're just like living life and like hey i went to go get blue milk today and like yeah the first order was preaching again like <laughs> kylo ren choked dude out like this is part of my life now you know yeah. like it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's this grand spectacle, you know. But it's it could still... only last like a few minutes, like three minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and it's that's why it's like it's a show. But it's not really a show. It's just again one of those adding to the world building kind of things. And it's not like they don't have like a oh this you know what's going to happen at this time. It just happens. You don't know when it's going to happen. Just all of a sudden, first order comes out, and then oh no, here comes Kylo. It's like... yeah, and uh, it's super cool to watch. I think we probably sat down, like not sat down, but like we stood and watched it a couple times. And yeah. Super cool. Especially if like we're getting blue milk, it's like, oh hey. Oh, it's great if you're sipping your blue milk, watching this, Kylo Ren choke out a dude. I mean, <laughs> it, it, nothing better, nothing better in life. Um, which again, super cool how it's they they segment Galaxy's Edge, but they don't they segment it by showing you but not telling you, um, which is phenomenal. Like clearly, there's a resistance side. Clearly, there's like a shop side. Clearly, there's the launch bay, and then here's like the um, first order side. And they do it by not saying <laughs> you are now entering Tartar in the First Order <laughs> or you're now entering the Resistance, you know? Like, they're just flying this gigantic First Order flag that, like, you know, it's it's red <laughs> and it's black. And like, yeah, it looks a little evil to me. Like, and they're, you know, a gigantic black-looking ship versus the other side has, like, the X-Wing and it has, like, the plants and everything. And, like, it, they do a great job of, like I said, they're, like, they're showing you what this area is without telling you what it is 
Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's yeah. also a great job because it leaves you to explore the first time you go. So when we mm-hmm. went, when it like had first opened, we didn't really know much about it at all, aside from this is Star Wars land. And mm-hmm. so getting to explore all that and like figure out, okay, this is this, this is this, and like kind of getting the map in our head was really, really cool. It was, yeah, phenomenal. And we were lucky enough to go when it first opened and like everyone thought it was going to be packed, then no one went. <laughs> yeah. And in that moment, I, it, it got a little more crowded as, you know, we started going. But, like, that first couple times when there was, like, not, it wasn't like there was no one there, but there was, like, significantly less people than you would think. Compared to it what was, you would expect when a Star Wars land opens, it was basically empty. Yeah. And that sucks for revenue. Uh, I'm sure, <laughs> you know, the heads up were like, or the higher ups were like, oof. But for us, going, it was, like, really cool because it felt way more like a, an actual outpost that I was exploring. And, like, like I just docked my little ship there and was, like, you know, chilling out versus, like, a theme park. Yeah. Because And, like, and obviously there's, like, areas, like, the, the hustle and bustle, like, they play into it, like, with the, the bazaar or with, you know, these big open courtyards. Like, they, they do a great job, but they've clearly they knew there was going to be a lot of people, so they built it that way. Um, but when it was kind of empty, it was like, wow, like, this this feels like it's just like a town like there's not yeah. many people uh so that was super cool but so anyway next to this big ship with like the the, the cool show Kylo Ren chokes the dude yada 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 uh is uh I I, I don't want to say it's my favorite shop I mean they're all my favorite shop uh but the like resistance store which again super cool that you go from the antique store which is like cluttered and you know, it has the old, it feels like an antique store. Um, my parents and grandparents love antiquing, so I've been to plenty of them. And mm-hmm. it going in there, you feel like, yeah, like, there's things along the top, but they're not neat and organized, you know, like we said. And you go in the First Order store, and it's very much like a clean retail store, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And I love that stark contrast, because the First Order, obviously, is the, you know, they're the military power. They're like, you know, you, you kind of, you know what they are at this point. And you walk in their store, and you're like, yeah. This is if the first order ran a retail store. This is probably what it would look like. Um, and I love that someone like sat down and thought about that. Like, yeah, like if they had merch, how would they sell it? And like, this is what their store would look like. Like, it's very clean. Things are metal. Like, it's pristine. Like everything. And again, some of that's just being a store. Like, I can't put it all yeah. in there. But like, but it's not. It doesn't feel like the theming in there very much nails first order and literally order and like everything. Like it. And the fact that they didn't make all of them just cookie cutter was, again, super, super phenomenal and just blew me away. Um, but they have cool things. They have, like, the, you can buy, I think you can buy, like, the full suit of Stormtrooper armor for, like, your whole arm and leg if you really want to. Oh, um, yeah, the, like, statue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I got a cool jacket there. Super nice jacket. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's just, it's just forced order stuff. And, like, it's cool. You wear it around the park. And, like I said, they, like, pointed out at you. Um they have some really cool posters in there too that look like mm. propaganda posters, oh, you know. So cool. And it's like I really, really like those. Those are really cool. So cool. Again, just building into that world building. Like you're this is like if you're like a, a young up and coming uh Batu boy or girl and you're <laughs> like, you know what, like I'm gonna the first order brainwash me and I'm gonna join the cause. <laughs> like you would walk in the store and you'd buy their merch and you would sign up and enlist and like it's very much like what they're going for and they like they nail it. Um but so you walk out of that and you can either if you're walking out of the store you can either make a left and that's one of the entrances or exits um i forget where exactly that one goes to is it uh is that the fantasy line one i think uh, um 
Yes. Okay, that would make sense. I think. I think so. I always get that and the Frontierland one mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, because they're almost right next to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the fantasy one because it's the most. That's the furthest one. Yeah. Yeah, the furthest one away. Uh, but anyway, you keep going, and you basically go into another courtyard, and they uh, this again. There's nothing really there. There's more bathrooms. Bathrooms are considerably less remarkable than the other yeah. one. They're just not as big, basically. But hey, they're good bathrooms still. They're okay. Yeah, they're good. They get the job done. Yeah. Uh, no complaints. <laughs> but when you have the other bathrooms at the bazaar, it's like. Uh, that's the thing, yeah, comparing the two bathrooms, it's like, not even, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this place, again, that this little courtyard doesn't really have much of note. Uh, I believe there's some, like, again, more theming things. Uh, I think they they like to have someone walk around there, too, um, sometimes. But it's more of just a, a, you know, an area that gets you to the next shop, which would be the droid shop. Um, yeah. So, droid shop, sh- shop, super cool. Uh, I haven't built the droid, but I know Keegan has, so maybe yeah. he can talk more on that, because uh, I didn't build I one. I mean, they, they have these, like, tools, like, it's almost like, you know, you're, like, screwing it in, and, you know, you get to, like, pick all your pieces, like, what color you want it to be and stuff. It's, like, a cool little thing. I mean, it's really expensive. It's, like, <laughs> do I want a lightsaber or a droid? That's basically <laughs> your dilemma. The droids are $100, I believe. Yeah, so it's not like that that bad, but it's still like it's it's a little on the expensive side. But they're they're cool though, because it's BB and R two units, right? Yeah. Yes. So which one did you make? I think I made yeah I made both of them just to oh, see nice. which one I like better. Yeah, uh, but it's still because like they're on like a conveyor belt, and then like you like pick out the like which ones you want that are like on the conveyor belt going, and like you said, you like have to screw it in yourself. So it's like it's not like you know a little like there wasn't. There, there was thought put into it, you know. Oh yeah, and, and I want to be clear. Like, I, I think I watched you build it, and I was like, "Wow, this is really cool." Unfortunately, I just like lightsabers more than droids. <laughs> um, but if it was the other way around, it's super yeah. cool. Um, I know too, and like the to be clear, like the the droids are like remote controlled too. Um, so they're not just building like a statue. Like it beeps and it moves, and it's it's a really cool again for a hundred dollars. I mean, like everything here in Galaxy Edge, so we've said a million times, a little on the expensive side, but only place in the world you can get it, so I understand. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a cool shop. I think you can buy, like, same at the shop, you can buy, um, like, just the BB-8 or just R2-D2, you know, like, yeah. or you can buy little droid statues. Um, but overall, super cool. And I believe they give you, like, you can buy, like, the droid backpack, and if two droids see each other, don't they beep at each other? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Sometimes uh, I just, like, turn them on and make them beep at each other for the whole Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you'll be walking around with your droid, and, like, you'll see another droid and go, like, beep, 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 and the other droid go, beep, beep, back. And it's like, <laughs> wow, that's kind of cool, you know? Like, that's, that's like dope. Like that Spider-Man meme. <laughs> 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 yeah, you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so, yeah, droid shop, cool. I, I, again, I can't talk too much on it because I haven't built one. Um but I will say the cool. the area it's cool how they uh, like overhead they have like droid parts uh, moving around overhead from like all like across the like Star Wars universe. Well, so they, that's really cool. Yeah, and again, like they do, you could probably just you could cut and paste this whole episode, and they do blank, and it feels really cool for world building, and <laughs> but, <laughs> very much so. Like they do that, and they make you're like you walk in, you're like wow, like 
you know, I know that I'm supposed to be going to a droid factory, but now I feel like I'm in a legitimate droid factory. Like, this is where I would come in, like, again, I'm a, little, I'm a citizen here of Batu, and I need a new droid for my house to do droid things. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I go and I build myself a droid. Um, but, okay, so... Yeah, Mom, is the is that entrance right in front of the droid depot? Is that Fantasyland or Frontierland? It's Fantasyland, right? Um, I'm thinking Fantasyland. I could be wrong, but I would think you're right. It's Fantasyland. Yeah, we, we, we were like, it's the furthest one, so that's probably that one, right? I but yeah. I always get that one and the Frontierland one mixed up because they're so close. Yeah, I, I would say like... it's Fantasyland. So, you keep walking, and you will find yourself... And I believe next to the right would be the lightsaber spot. Um, right, yeah. Which I can talk about for hours now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, lightsaber spot, before you even start, like, I know, like, if you ask, because, like, it's it's very subtle for that very reason, because, like, you're building a lightsaber, like, this is very much a, like, the first door is right around the corner. Like, they can't just be like, yeah, lightsabers, get your lightsabers, you know, <laughs> like, they're, like, it's, it's all hush-hush, like, you ask a cast member, or, like, a, you know, I guess a cast member, but, like, you know, they're in the world, like, you ask anyone around, like, yo, where do I get that lightsaber? They'll be like, yo, like, <laughs> chill, like, over there, but, like, bro, keep your voice down, like, again, Kylo Ren's gonna choke me out, um, and... But it's basically, and literally, like, you walk up and there's, like, a speeder bike there um, that we've got some cool photos on. And, like, you, even, like, the lightsaber parts, because if you, like, yo, like, hey, can I look at what I'm going to build before I, like, build $200? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, they pull out, like, this drawer. And, like, it's all, like, tucked away. Uh, like, it's super cool. So this is, yeah, so that's where you build. And that's, I'm sure, you know, people heard of it. Um, <laughs> and, again, no big sign saying, you know, here, build lightsaber. <laughs> it's just, like... <laughs> It's, it's very much like a, and it, it's, I think it's like, what's the official name of it? Something like Scrap. Uh, Shabby's like, Workshop. Shabby's Workshop, yeah. And it's set up as like a, you know, he's a he's a scrap guy and he like collects parts and builds things with them. But like secretly, they're building lightsabers to like fight the, fight the good fight. Except you can also build the Sith lightsaber to fight the bad fight. <laughs> um, and the thing is also, it's not like, you know, the droid depot is like, you know, you go in and you, you know, it's a little bit of like a production to make your droid. This is a full-on, like, experience to make the yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. You like, go in with, like, a group, like, you choose, I don't know if we, we want to talk about, like, the, the actual experience of it, like, that as well. Because, like, you know, like, where you choose different sure, parts yeah. and everything. Because um, all three of, oh, well, me, Keegan, and Zach have made the lightsabers, and Mom, you've been with us every time we've made the lightsabers, yeah. too. Yes, yes. Mom, you were going to make a lightsaber, too. We, that was our plan, was the next time yep. we went, you were going to make your lightsaber. Yeah. And then the <laughs> world broke, and we couldn't go. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, for that $200, like, it's very clear. You're not just getting, like, all right, cool, here's your lightsaber, or, like, you put it on real quick. Like, you're paying for probably a good 15 to 20-minute show as well. Like, uh, not even a show. Like, show doesn't do it justice. Like like you said, experience. You're paying for a 20-minute experience, basically. Uh, and then at the end, you get a really cool lightsaber. Um, so basically what happens is you, you pay your money. You think you have to reserve, you have to book a time before. So right. you go on the app, you book your time. Uh, and then when it's your time, you go there and they have you pick a kind of lightsaber you want to build. So I'm going to butcher a lot of these. There's like hope and peace, right? Uh, I don't remember the names. I just remember oh, the themes. Okay. Basically there's Sith, uh, like dope, like nature kind of one. Like, uh, there's 
basically prequel lightsaber mm-hmm. and uh, sequel lightsaber. Is yeah. that, I think that's is that probably the best way to describe them all? Yeah. Uh, so I have built a Sith and a prequel lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaden, you've built a sequel lightsaber, right? right? Yeah. And then, then Keegan, what you built? Like, I also built the sequel lightsaber. Okay. Yeah, Kaden ours and are I like are... almost identical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the only one we haven't done is the nature one. The nature one looks really cool. I was always really tempted by it, uh, but I just, uh, the prequel lightsaber is kind of like the gold, it's like got gold, and I don't know, I always, I like that better, and the Sith lightsaber, super cool, all black and Sithy. And it's even um, cool, when you go up to the person that is like, you, okay, I'm here to check in for the lightsaber, she like, well, at least when we did it, she like looked around her shoulder and was like, "Okay," like, and she held out the plans for like, "Okay, these are the kind of lightsabers you can build." Like, try to keep yeah. it on the down low, and it's like, "Yeah, it's oh, so cool." Well, because Kylo Ren will walk around there sometimes. Like, they don't like. He yeah, he yelled at us that one time. <laughs> yeah, like he'll like walk in and like you'll just be sitting there like waiting for your appointment, and like Kylo Ren will lock up and he's like, "What are you doing?" And you'll be like, "You're like uh." going to the workshop and they'll be like i hope you're not doing any resistance thing or like where's the resistance and then you know like it, it's super cool like and i'm pretty sure ray and Chewie will walk by you know they give you like thumbs up because they know what you're doing or whatever mm-hmm. and it, again like they don't the characters don't shy away from there like and which like is super cool when you get when you're like waiting there and then like they come in it just you're like whoa like i'm actually doing some cool like illegal stuff or whatever. <laughs> There was that time that I think, because I think it was when you were building your Sith one, Zach, so it was just me and you. We were sitting there waiting, yeah. and Kylo Ren comes up and starts yelling at you, <laughs> and you, you were, like, showing him your uh, your yeah. First Order jacket. You're like, nah, man, I'm, we're First Order. And I, and I kind of chimed in. I was like, yeah, man, we're, we're all on the First Order and everything. And he got, uh, like, an inch away from my face and was like, <laughs> you have ties to the Resistance. And I'm like, nah, yeah. dude, we're, we're all <laughs> in. I was like, yo, First Order, like, hey, Sith lightsaber, like, it's cool, man, like, what are you? <laughs> Uh, so it's it's so cool yeah uh oh, it's so good so you wait in you go in and like they kind of like they like hush you and i think while you're coming in they're like yo yo quick like quick come on guys like mm-hmm. don't wait around and they basically they want you to put the pin on because each pin it's not only is it a really cool pin um but it like represents obviously what parts you're gonna get and that's how they look at it they see the pin they give you the parts just such an extra way of doing it that it's so <laughs> Disneyland, so magic, like, that, like, instead of asking you, like, hey, what lightsaber did you want? Or, like, to break yeah. that, like, immersion, they're like, no, like, hey, you'll put this pin on. And then that way they can just put it, give it to you real quick. Uh, and they basically take you around, and in this room is very much set up like a workshop. Big table in there, and you all stand around one. You can bring another person in there to, like, film you and, like, you know, see the experience, too. And the cast members totally play into it it's their show you know and they're basically like yo you know you all know what you're actually gonna do um and they like play you know they talk about building lightsaber and like how and they show the kyber crystals they're like you know this is the green one you know representing peace or whatever and like used by master yoda and qui-gon jinn and like then they show the black one like used by darth vader and kylo ren and like the moves moves goes dom 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 as you say it like Super and cool. also the lights like very subtly change kind of tinted right. to that color as well that they're talking yeah. about and so like yeah like when he pulls the red one like the lights change to red or when he pulls the green one they change to green um and again they very much cast members like no loss of like they're not like yeah this is the green one they're like and the green one you know like <laughs> peace kyber crystal like used by yoda like and it's it's very much like like they probably do it 50 times a day but they like their job you know like i haven't had a bad one yet at least yeah. But, and so 
then they just like they give you all the parts and they pretty much just let you free play i would say for like 10 minutes building what you want you get to hot swap it and everything put in your kyber crystal once you finally get it they tighten it all down make sure it's good and then that's when they there's like a big like cylinder on the side of you and that's when they have you take it and you put it in there and you all stand back i think you put it maybe they put it in there for you because but basically you set it there and they put it in there for you and that's when they do the next part of their show where they talk about like all right everyone like about to get your lightsaber and uh you like you know you grab it one two three and you like reaches out and you pull your lightsaber and set it up and it's it's so cool like yeah. and then like it I, i'm not doing it justice because like it can't. does the like thing yeah, and like, it's like it, it, yeah, then you like, have the like saber part attached yeah to and it. like everyone's got it too and like all the different colors are there um and then that's when i believe they start playing the i believe yoda is it oh is it yeah i think it's yoda comes in yeah and he's like he talks to us you know like pal you're the light and had like take this and go be part of the resistance and everything yeah. and you, you hear his like force ghost talking to yeah you. it's super cool because like yeah like i said the lights change like you hear him like all around you uh so cool i didn't I, i'm not doing it justice because i can't put into words how like dope of an experience it is uh overall just building this thing but and wow. also when yoda comes in they play the force theme too which is one thing that mm-hmm. they they don't necessarily have like music playing as you're walking around they have ambiance kind of music mm-hmm. going yeah. as you're like walking throughout the land and so when that like star wars music hits it hits hard when yoda freaking comes in and then you're the do 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 it's like oh man it yeah, hits you like whoa <laughs> oh, yoda's here it's, yeah um and they give you like a cool bag to keep it in too uh definitely i would say highly worth uh i mean if you're into star wars like it highly worth it like it's expensive yes but you pay for it you get a really great quality lightsaber um and you just get a great basically like i said a 20 minute experience um that is just done so well i mean i've said it before 20 times this episode i'll say it again they could have it could have been just like the droid depot there would have been nothing wrong with it like it could have been like you walk in like yo lightsaber building but like you know someone was in the meeting they're like well that doesn't make any sense like (laughs) you know like the first order is right there like if we have a like a casually just a lightsaber building depot like 10 feet away like that doesn't work and so like they went that extra step to be like no like let's make it on the dl like and let's make it a show well even at you know our favorite star wars in disneyland at tomorrowland they have the like when you get off of star tours in that gift shop that's right they have the like plastic lightsabers that you can make and it's just like a tray and a bunch of people are all crowded around it making them and when they announced that they were making a lightsaber i was like i don't need to make one you can do that in tomorrowland and it sucks you know then they're like no it's gonna be like a full-on production i'm like okay i'm interested you've piqued my interest (laughs) yeah well and i don't think i even made one the first time i think i just watched you make one yeah and then i think the next day i was like i was like lisa i need you to book me something or i need to figure (laughs) out how to book something because i need to do this And I think I booked one, like, for, like, two days out or whatever. And, like, got, like, the last slot I could. Um, yeah, so definitely, I would say if you're, whenever the park opens up, like, that's something I'd highly recommend. So after you get it, I think, am I missing anything? Or I think, is that... No, that, because that's the, bo- like, the bottom, like you said, when, you, when it splits into the Y yeah. uh, before, that then if you're walking, now you're walking backward and you're going on the opposite side of the Y. And that's, yes. I think, just kind of the path, right? Yes, exactly. I think if you if I were to have gone to the right there when I first started this whole plot adventure, that pretty much would have been the first thing you hit. It's pretty much just that. Um, so yeah, that's the plot of Galaxy's Edge. It's mm-hmm. not huge, but 
the, sp the what they do with space and what they do with theming and the whole world building and down to every little minute detail is just phenomenal again oh, yeah. the light I mean, fixtures you say great. it's not huge but it is it's the biggest land in the resort <laughs> that's true that's true um but there's a good flow to it like i i literally like i just went in a circle basically yeah and it's it, yeah it, it's super cool yeah. we can talk about the rides as well too at least a little bit we don't need to go like because i'm sure we'll eventually have a whole episode where we talk about rise of resistance oh because yeah. that is amazing but we could at least talk about like smuggler going on a little bit about rise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about smuggler run first, and then we'll go into a little bit of rise. Smuggler's run, start up, and you're at that. Let's just rewind a little bit. Let's say we're still walking, and we're at the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> took our picture, got a Ronda rat for the third time. <laughs> um, the video that I'm looping is back to the part where we're looking at Ronda wraps. Um, and it's just a little piece of me. Gets a little hungry and a little sad every time I see it, and a little happy too. It's a little, it's a lot of mixture of emotions. Um, but yeah, so this one's super cool. Uh, the line in this one, you walk in and it's a lot of just the kind of. I mean, like all rides at Disneyland, they kind of start you with like the line filler before you get to like the actual, not line, but like the theme line. So you kind of just like you're kind of just looping outside of the uh what's the docking bay for a little bit like you walk all the way around the living falcon walk all the way back then you go inside and that's where like the cool themed line starts yeah um and basically you're making your way upstairs like kind of like the top part of the launch bay um but you're not you're doing it by like kind of walking up a series of like ramps and around you can clearly like it looks like it's like the mechanical part of a launch bay it's like there's ships around and like there's various tools and probably not probably the best part of my the favorite part of the no actually okay sorry i just realized my actual favorite part of the line <laughs> my second favorite part of the line is the voices that are like oh, go man. on while you're standing in line and it, it's it's like it's two basically goons uh you know or goons i say two like you know the two mechanical workers or whatever and they'll be like you know from uh i guess it's, you know um uh from well, we're kind of worth the spoilers, dare I say. But uh, from uh, the... Uh, oh, oh why am I... No, 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 no. Why am I blanking on his name? The the, the animatronic guy. Hondo? Hondo, Hondo yeah. Yeah, Hondo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> from, I'm, right, they're from Hondo's gang, right? Because they, they mentioned his name in the voices. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, so, he works for them, yeah. Yeah. And so or they'll they be like... They're like over the speaker, like... You know, this is like Dave coming. In. I don't know. Like, I don't know their names. I forget what they are now. But they're like, you know, hey Dave, can I, uh, can I get forty jetpacks over on uh, Land of Sea? And they'll be like, why do you need forty jetpacks? <laughs> and they'll be like, uh, we have a little problem or whatever. And it's like it's super and like it's super funny. Like the line, I think we probably waited forty five minutes for it and never. I don't think once did it ever repeat itself. And like they're yeah. not always going, but it's like every five minutes, or you'd be like. Kh uh testing the radio frequency test 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 and they'll be like why do you have to test the radio frequency every hour and like it's it's it, like it's super funny like just and so i love listening to that as you go up and then you go up you kind of do a turn you walk around and that's when you go into the room um with i forgot his name again hondo, hondo? come on hondo. man <laughs> it's been a lot of talking <laughs> i was thinking uh with hondo uh I would argue to say this is probably the best animatronic in the park. I would um, say probably, yeah. The yeah. Best, at least the most impressive, I would say. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think about Rise of the Resistance, but I don't think it has a more impressive animatronic that like moves more, talks more, or yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing because it, 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 it like turns around and like walks a little bit, and it, it yeah. moves its it like, like every limb of his body and talks, and you're watching him for like two, three minutes, you know. Yeah, and for a good minute of that, you're like, wait a second, is this an animatronic? Like, straight up. <laughs> like, when I first went in, I was like, come again? Like, is this an animatronic? And you're like, yeah, like, they've just gotten that good. Like, even with, like, the Rock and Raccoon one, Raccoon, Raccoon, uh, <laughs> like, it doesn't show his legs. Like, clearly there's no, you know, I'm assuming there's no legs underneath there. It's just rocking on a stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, it's great. And, but, like, they kind of, they hide that because it's just easier that way. But this is a full-on person basically and it helps that he's not human but like (laughs) that is moving and moving their limbs and facial expressions and walking and like wow it is so cool yeah and i appreciate that they use hondo too because it's like they could have taken any character from you know like star wars but they decided to make it hondo a character from the clone wars show and it's like rather than shoving you know han solo or something in there it's like no they have hondo onaka i love that and they, like I said, they, yeah, like you said, they easily could have done that. Like, they could have put a more memorable character. But, like, they were, I feel like they were so confident in how well the animatronic was going to be and how, like, you know, how well their little storyline of Smuggler's Run was. So they're like, yeah, let's use Hondo. Like, or it could have been Jabba the Hunt, you know, and they could have taken the easy way out. <laughs> like, he's dead at that do. point, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, so, it was, so you kind of walk through there, you watch that show for a little bit, um... I think like I said it's a good two or three minutes. Um, however, I don't know if they have it. The couple times I went, I've always felt like it's not properly synced up. And maybe it's because the first couple times we went, but I feel like I walked in halfway through and then they kind of went and I missed some of it, or maybe I was. Oh wrong. yeah, well oh. it depends on the the cast member because sometimes they'll like it dep- like they'll start it quicker to like get the line moving, but yeah. then other times they'll let you kind of go in and watch the full thing. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and but yeah, when you get to kind of like see the whole thing, it's really cool. And then you, I think there's a little more line there before the next crazy cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they kind of hold you there for a little bit, and then you go in. They give you like all your passes. You're like, all right, like this is like basically who wants to be the gunner, the pilot, and the um, is it rebuilder engineer? Or, engineer. engineer, that's right, not rebuilder. Because uh, spoiler alert, you're gonna be piloting the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> and because um, that's like the whole plot of what he's talking about. Basically, is that you? He's got you. He's get, basically you need to go pick up these like cartridges for him on another planet, and he's gonna let you use the Millennium Falcon to do it. And he's gonna like pay you, and uh, you're all get to be smugglers. And so they have you line up. You walk in, and then all of a sudden you walk in. You're like, wait a sec. I am in the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's really really cool. It's like a one-to-one recreation. Yes, and it's it's like a what a great way because basically it's a waiting area, right? Because they mm-hmm. have three or four different like you know cockpits. I put that in quotes, um, not to break the immersion too much. <laughs> uh, and like you're you're just waiting for yours to come up, but instead of sitting there in a line, because they have to they uh, they have to like get you all in like groups and everything. They have you just like chilling the Millennium Falcon, and it's so cool. Like, yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, just to like feel, you can take a picture of the table, like 
all like the little like the look at all the theming and they don't even hold you there for that long like often i'm like can we stay here a little longer <laughs> I, like the line moves that fast um but yeah that's that was really cool especially the first time i i, I think we knew we were gonna go into it right maybe we didn't i don't uh, think i did I, 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 I do remember the first time being like like losing my mind yeah like i it was like i was in a dream just like <laughs> what the heck <laughs> yeah um but yeah, so you line up, you have to choose your, uh, your, your, you know, your different slot and everything. I would argue that, uh, pilot is the best, personally. Oh, yeah. Um, and basically it's, uh, vertical axis, horizontal axis, and then right, left gunner, and then right, left engineer. Um, and pilot is, well, uh, pretty self-explanatory, pilot's moving the ship, uh, one person gets to fly on the vertical, one other person gets to fly the horizontal, and uh, gunners basically just press their buttons when they light up, and engineers have like a bunch of buttons, and they basically just press them also when they light up. Um, surprisingly fun though for just pressing buttons. Um, yeah. and I will say though, yeah. I do kind of wish that they explained what you're supposed to do more in the line. Because I remember yes. the first time going on it, I was very kind of like, okay, wait, but what am I doing? Like I had to pull the the cast member that was put like as we were strapping in aside. I was like, what what am I doing exactly? He's like this and this and this because. In the line, all they do is they go, uh, pilot, you fly the ship. Uh, gunners, you shoot the guns. Engineers, you fix the ship. And it's like, okay, I, but what does that mean, though? What, yeah, what, no, what no, am I, I doing? I, that's definitely a case of, I feel like that's where they, dare I say, they took the world building a little too far there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I get it. Like, yeah, pilot pilots. Like, cool. <laughs> I've never piloted before. Like, what am I supposed to do? Uh, so, yeah, you're totally right. I wish they explain how it worked a little more i mean it's all pretty simple things i mean it's, it's easy to figure hardest, out but the first but... time you're going on it's a little overwhelming oh yeah totally um and so and the whole for people for anyone who hasn't been on it it's basically like if you controlled star tours yeah um it's very much the same thing of you're looking at a screen uh and you're the whole thing's moving around as you're flying but you get to fly it um and it's really super cool. You're basically going on a mission, and like you're, you like. I think at the end you lose more money based on how much you damage the plane, yeah, you know, the yeah. ship, and everything. Or like if you didn't hit the buttons quick enough. So it's cool. I mean, there's no real penalty. Like you're still gonna get to the end if you totally suck, which is good because if you have like a little kid piloting or something like a little, you know, like the ten year old or whatever gets it. Not to say that there's not ten year olds that couldn't pilot better than I can. No, I'm wow. Sure there are. Uh, you're, right. <laughs> uh, you're still gonna get to the end. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a really fun ride. Um, definitely not my, not my, you know. I think we did our top uh, our top five, and it doesn't necessarily get into there. But it's overall, it's a great ride. I mean, it's not yeah. like they did not do a bad job, and they did a great job with theming. Great job with it's a cool idea too. Of like, yo, I get to fly the Millennium Falcon. Like, and the only reason why that's not so awesome is just because it's Disneyland and it has five other amazing rides. But. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, it's also a lot what you put into it because I've heard like some people, you know, like you know, we're lucky that you know we have four of us, so we have enough people to you know kind of be rowdy and loud enough to be having fun. But you know, if you have like two people and say you know it's like the two of you get engineer, and then like you have four people that are in front of you that are just sitting there and not doing anything, it's like that's yeah. that's gonna suck. That's not fun. But like yeah. you know, I remember the first time me and you were pilot Zach and like and. I was the one, or no, you were the one that uh, had the level to pull the to make the jump to hyperspace. And yeah. when it lit up, I was just like, "Punch it!" And yeah, pulled the lever, and we were all like oh. screaming. 
and it's like so it's a lot it's like it's what you put into it is how yeah. much fun you're gonna have and, and to be fair like i think you and me like especially when, especially when we're pilots like we get into it like i am <laughs> i am legit trying to pilot this thing the best i can <laughs> like i'm not trying to hit anything like i'm actually trying to do a good job and like if you really get that mindset if 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 you go into it with the mindset of like oh it's a ride i'm just gonna sit there and ride it like and just let it do it play out and then like yeah it's fine like it's cool you get to you got to ride the Millennium falcon cool but like if you go into the mindset like no nah, like we're gonna win basically like there's no <laughs> great metric for winning but you're like we're gonna win like i'm gonna pilot the best i can or like i'm gonna hit that engineer's like all the buttons as quick and like you know there's like you said that great energy like you know punch it or like you get hit and you're like you know or you see chew and you're like yo this is so cool like <laughs> and uh with that like then i think you get so much more out of the ride i totally agree it's, yeah. it's but awesome. i know me and zach's favorite is pilot what's yours keegan because you've done um, all of them right yeah i'd say either pilot or engineer because okay. i just you know if i'm not feeling pilot i can just sit back and you know push buttons every now and again <laughs> And then, Mom, you've done... You haven't done pilot, right? No, I'm too nervous about getting sick. <laughs> Emotion sickness. Yeah, um, it's understandable. For, for me, though, I, it would probably be engineer also. Because gunner, all you do is, like, you press... Your fingers just, like, pressing... You keep pressing really fast that one button. And mm. then every... Like, at the towards the end, isn't it right, Keegan? Like, you just press one yeah, other button push, and that's like, it? the big red button. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> Where yeah. with um, engineer, you have a whole bunch of other ones. Not yeah. a whole bunch, but more. It makes yeah. you feel like you're doing something because, you know, you yes. get hit and then a bunch of lights flashing out of, you know, push buttons, flick levers. and Right. Yeah, I will say the gunner is probably, of all the ones I've done, is probably the, like my least favorite. Yeah. Just because, like you said, you're, you're basically just mashing one button and there's not a great rhyme or reason as to, like, like gunner, shoot. And you're like, all right, cool, you hit it and you shoot. But, like, I don't know, there's no, like great rule doesn't feel as satisfying as like the pilot or even the engineer like you said when you're like i like i hit the correct button combo and like press the proper code now we rebooted the engine and everything <laughs> but but um yeah, yeah. but well, i mean how, what do you guys i mean me and zach have made it very clear that <laughs> what we feel like it, it's it's you know not top 10 but we like it a lot what, what do you guys think about it the ride itself i really like it I like it too. Um, I just I wish I could watch because I, I every so often I'll look up on the screen and I'll be like oh I gotta look away I can't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only complaint really. I mean other than that it's fun. Yeah, it's just, that's the problem with simulators is that it's like yeah that's that's an easy way to to get sick <laughs> really yeah, fast. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, we want to touch on Rise a little bit or. Yeah, I, let's not go because I will say when it comes to you know quote unquote spoilers, I think this is the one ride that genuinely you want to experience. Oh, like hundred yeah, percent. Yes, there are so many things. So I we, we can talk a little bit about like what kind of ride it is, but like let's not go into specifics about what happens because there are certain moments. There's one moment in particular that. I just remember the feeling of excitement I got of just pure joy of like this is like I am the main character of a Star Wars movie right now like this is my dream like it is so insanely cool and yeah. it, it like I said it's moments that you want to experience for yourself firsthand yeah Rise of Resistance might hit my top five list with a little more time yeah um, it has it has very high potential to get on there at least some in the lower parts um because of it's it's phenomenal. I mean, 
And the it's one of those why. things where I know I, and I, I understand that, like if you don't like Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge isn't your thing. I oh, totally yeah. get that. I know people that don't like Star Wars at all and love Rise of Resistance. <laughs> well, it's it's an experience. Like there is, it's a ride. Like yeah, there's there's a lot of ride elements to it, but like, and it sounds so I don't know. I feel like oh, it's an experience. You have to, but like it is though. Like, it is. It sounds like borderline pretentious, but no, yeah. it one like. You, you, if you go on it, you will understand. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, I get it. We're Disneyland fans. Like, we're, oh, this is an experience, you know? You have to experience. Like, no, like, it is, though. Like, like, it's, like you said, it's like, like... It's, it's it's also, like, just like we've talked about before the other rides, where wherever you look, there's something going on. Yeah. And this ride, too, it's like every... Like, it takes you different rooms, and you're like, every time you're like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. You just... Yeah. It, ah, it's... Like it, it very much blurs the line between ride and line, <laughs> like. And well, show. that's the thing. Like, it takes the pre-show, like, because you know they've done really good pre-shows, but like you know the haunted mansion. I mean, you can't. Well, <laughs> I almost said you can't beat that, but that's the thing. You take the haunted I, mansion pre-show and then times a hundred is how. Oh, yeah. Like, because that's the thing. The 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 quote unquote ride starts when you get in the line for this ride, and the line oh, is yeah. basically half the ride. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like the. What I would say, the actual ride part where you're just sitting there, like letting everything come to you, basically, is like, you know, you don't even get there till halfway through, or not yeah. even halfway through. Yeah. Like you're at the last quarter, basically, of what I would quote unquote call the ride is the actual ride part. Like, <laughs> it's everything up into there with the line, and then with there's like a, a you know, no, not too much spoil up at the end of the show, and then the kind of show again and then kind of show again but kind of line like and the kind of show again i mean like there's yeah it just keeps it keeps one-upping itself is the thing because yeah. as the pre-show starts it's like oh this is cool and then the next bit parks you go starts you go it's like oh this is really cool and then it keeps yeah. it's like oh my god this is amazing and it's like oh my gosh your mind is just exploding and then it keeps like i said one-upping itself until you actually yeah. get to the ride part and by that time you're already like well this is the greatest thing ever and then the ride itself is amazing yes yeah, like, you're totally, you're very much, like, you're like, okay, yeah, that's, like, a dope pre-show, like, a dope theme in line, all right, like, wow, like, you know, like, I'm not getting too much spoilers, I'm like, wow, it's a good pre-show, then you're like, all right, cool, I'm gonna go and start the ride, then you get, you get in some sort of vehicle, and you're like, this isn't really much of a ride, this is just, I'm, I'm watching a show again, and you get out, and you're like, all right, what's going on, like, I'm walking, and then it's like, all right, a little more line, okay, and you get in, you're like, another show, and I'm like, <laughs> Then it happens, and like the thing happens, and you like you're in a pod or like the little the vehicle thing, and you're like, okay, well that, that was definitely the ride. Then that's like that's the ride, and it's like so cool. But even that even the ride has like the buildups, you know, like it starts kind of slow. You're just trying yeah. to get around the joys. Then it's like, okay, like it's going down. Like everything gets faster, and then like it it just keeps escalating to the point where it's like the climax of the ride is like so balls to the wall crazy, like so cool. It's a mix of so many different ride systems, too, is the thing. Because, well, the actual the ride itself, it's I, I guess it's comparable to, like, Indiana Jones in that, like, it's it's a dark ride, but it's a thrill ride. It's a mix of both a dark ride and a thrill ride. Yeah. Um, but it uses, so it uses like, every single trick in the book to, to like, yeah. to, well, you know. It's on a trackless system, too, right? Yeah. Like, which is, like, super cool. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, one part Star Tours at one point, you know. One part, you know, Haunted Mansion pre-show. Again, like I said, one part Indiana Jones. Like, one part Tower of Terror. Yeah, one part Tower of Terror. There's that. <laughs> I totally forgot about that part. Um, yeah, it's... 
it's really cool. I'm like, those things shouldn't work together. And then you had Star Wars <laughs> over it, and you're like, wait, wait, it really does. Like, oh, yeah. it's so cool. Like I said, even if you're not, because it's, I would say it's comparable to uh, Temple of the Forbidden Eye in that it's like, even if you don't, either don't like Star Wars or don't know anything about Star Wars, you can go into this and ex- enjoy it as the, just the ride, just the experience. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we'll definitely at some point have a full episode where we'll go through the whole you know plot of of the the ride. Uh, maybe um, after we go on it a few more times. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Because we've only been on it three yeah. times. And that that's why I don't think it, it didn't make my top ten when we did that. Because I've only been on it three times. And I'm sure it'll hit my top 10 with time. Easy. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. It's like, for right now, you know, it's like we've been on all those other rides 50 times, if not 100 or 200 times. But, like, you know, you just can't, I can't judge it yet. Or I shouldn't say I can't judge it. But I can't, mm-hmm. I can't put it with something that I've been on so many times until I've at least gone on it, you know, like 10, yeah. 10 or 15 times, you know. Yeah. Are you, Keegan and Mom, you in the same boat of, like, yeah. where we're at? Oh, definitely. Oh, Yeah. When I went on it, there was just, like, this one part. I won't say which part it is, but, you know, this one part. Like, doors open. My brain just stopped working for the rest of the I know which part it is. I know which part for Keegan. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, just in general, Keegan and Mom, you guys have been a little quiet this episode, so i got to put you guys yeah. on the spot. Just in general, <laughs> like, what do you guys think of the land itself? It's amazing. I remember the first time we saw it. I just remember being like, whoa. This is Star Wars. It's yeah. for me. It's overwhelming just because, like, like we've always said, like everywhere you look, you're like, oh my gosh, look at that! Oh wow, look at that! And it's just to see Chewie walk around to me is so much fun yeah. too. I love that. They they do such a good and uh, the way that the characters are walking around too. Well, the one thing I really appreciate they don't have like uh, like character meet and greets. You know, usually you'll have you know, Mickey Mouse will come out and then he'll stand there and then a line will form and they'll have, you know, another cast member there going, okay, you come up now. Okay, you go away now. The characters are walking around like, you know, Kylo Ren's trying to find Rey and Rey's trying to hide from Kylo Ren. You, you can get a picture with them, but it a line won't form. One person will go up and take a picture and then they'll run away, you know? it's They're, they're doing their own thing to make it feel so real. Well, and the stormtroopers walking around too. They're really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like also like Doc Ondar's. Like obviously, I collect lightsabers like General Grievous. (laughs) (laughs) All these like you know metal like lightsabers, like stuff that I have, but like really high quality and like you know metal, like they would actually be like. It's just really cool. Yeah, I I don't know what else to say. I mean, I I like Mm -hmm. it. You know, it's like I think it's <laughs> awesome walking around. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not as bad as Keegan with the lightsabers. You know? <laughs> I just so buy them gonna... for him. <laughs> yeah. You were going to make a lightsaber. That's the thing. Not even you were going to. You are going to. Next time yes. we go. Yeah. We're and we were going to buy our costumes for a Star Wars Celebration. And oh. nothing happened. I'm wearing the Star Wars Celebration shirt right now. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and uh, even when it comes to making the lightsaber... I remember I was talking with you, Zach, and we both had the same kind of, um, when it came to, like, uh, oh, no, no, it was because, Mom, you were asking about, like, oh, what kind of, uh, lightsaber should I build? What color should I do? right. And me and Zach both had the same, we had the same kind of thing, whereas, like, you just gotta, like, trust the force, because it's, like, (laughs) in the moment, you decide. It's so, because, especially, because I was, me and Keegan were the first ones to do it, 
Yes. And we didn't really know much about it beforehand, so we were just kind of like in the moment, like, oh, uh, this. And when he when he's going around with the colors, I hadn't thought about it at all, and I was just like, I'm feeling blue, and I took the blue Kyber crystal, and I'm like, yeah, I was trusting the force, like. Yeah, that's exactly that, that adds to your experience so much. You just trust the force. <laughs> I know you guys have already said that, but I think it was hilarious that you and Keegan, Caden, almost like identical lightsabers. You built not even <laughs> so seeing funny. each other. It's, I think there's what the the second because there's the bottom screw part, which I think was the same. The one above that I think is different, but I think every single other yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> thing of ours is exactly the same. And it's like, oh. but they're both blue. It's like <laughs> we're definitely brothers. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's 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 amazing. It's definitely and another thing I appreciate is that you know you know the four of us are lucky with being you know huge Star Wars fans. But it's like if you're not into Star Wars, they tuck it away. There's no way you can't make a shortcut through Galaxy's Edge. You know, like if you're trying to get to you know one side of the park, you're like oh we'll cut through Fantasyland to get through there to get to Tomorrowland or whatever. You know, you can't do oh, yeah. you can't be like let's cut through Galaxy's Edge to do that. You have to go out of your way to go to Galaxy's Edge. So if you want to ignore it, you can. It is, yeah. You like you, you, you have other lands. You have to get go through them, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is very much, and then it helps make it feel like it's you know the outpost kind of by itself, you know. Like yeah, it's you, you, yeah. Like I said, you choose to go there, and it's it's cool. Compare or even like you know, um, it's not open yet, but like Avengers Campus, it's like that's you know an easy way to like get from point A to point B is to go through previously Bugs Land and soon will be Avengers Campus. It's like oh, let's cut yeah. through there. You can't do that with <laughs> with Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. It's, you, ha- you have to go out of your way. You have to go, okay, we are going to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I- I'm hopeful for Avengers Campus, too, based on how Galaxy's Edge went. But yeah. I'm, 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 also, I'm also optimist, or I understand that ho- it's hopefully optimistic. That's the word I was looking for, you know. But I also understand it, it, it doesn't look like they're putting the same amount of money and attention as uh, they put in the Galaxy's Edge. But who knows? I met the the feeling the same thing that we always say is like well either way it's gonna be better than Bugs Land so we got that <laughs> yeah, um it's in DCA rather than Disneyland proper so if it's not great whatever yeah and it's you know they may not be putting in the same amount of effort but it's just kind of like I'm just not it's it's less that I like I don't want it and more just I'm not necessarily excited for it like they got what there's gonna be the Spider Man uh which is Toy Story Mania, and then they got the Star Tours ride that's going to be themed yeah. to Marvel, and then they got an Ant-Man restaurant. The thing I'm most excited for is the Spider-Man animatronic that's going to like fly through the air. That's going to be really cool. That's yeah. But, I mean, that, that's like that's, that's the only thing I'm really like looking forward to. It's like, honestly, and th- I, I don't get me wrong, I love Marvel. I lo- <laughs> we have the system, our food <laughs> ranking system, dedicated to it. <laughs> but... It's just, I don't know. I'm sure I'll like it. It's just I'm not necessarily excited for it, I guess. Yeah, I'm more interested to see the theming. Uh, How they do... Because that's such a big part of Galaxy's Edge is how the theming is. And it's very much what takes it to that great level for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm interested to see if if I actually feel like I'm in an Avengers campus, you know? Or if it's more... I don't know. If it's more like Pixar Pier where, I mean I guess Pixar yeah. Pier is not as immersive but like I don't feel like I'm in Pixar it's just more <laughs> yeah. themed that way and, and you know it, it's a little thing so we'll see you know but again you're totally right Bugs Land is probably rock bottom 
So <laughs> if it's somehow worse than Bugs Land, then it's, well, I don't it's... know the the farm thing that was there before that might be rock bottom. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, Zach that's probably true. never saw that. No, I never did. What was but... it even called? It was like nature. I couldn't even na- tell you. I don't know. I don't. I just know that there was. It was like there were tractors and bales of hay, and that was kind of it. You'd walk around and go, "Huh, okay." So Papa's <laughs> favorite spot. <laughs> <laughs> This is a tractor so, supply store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that would have been better. <laughs> I, I say the the thing about Bugsland that was my favorite was the show. <laughs> oh, the show I, was that, good. Yeah. True. I really liked Tough to Be a Bug. That was yeah. a really good show. That was a really good show. Yeah. That was probably the only thing I really really liked about it. Yeah. That I will say I was sad to see that go. Um, because it's it's such it's a nice. You know, they have, like, you know, cool animatronics throughout the whole thing. Um, and they have cool, you know, like, theater tricks. It's, you know, the, the things they do at, like, Captain EO and Honey Shrunk the Audience. Like, the cool, like, right. to immerse you in it. And it was a little, like, a little on the scary side, too, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, it kind of goes down toward the end. It's really it, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I was scared of it as a kid. Yeah. I was getting my butt poked. <laughs> <laughs> scared of so much. I would always sit forward. <laughs> yeah, right. Once you figure it out, it's like okay, I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know all the tricks, and you can avoid them. Um, but no, it, it, it that was a cool show, and I was sad to see that go. So I will say that. Aside from that, because I mean, aside from that, Bugsland was just like it was a kitty corner, and it's like even when the ride opened, when I was a kid, I was like, this is lame. I want to go on California Screaming. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we have that. You know, we have the. Um... You know, like in Cars Land, you know, we have um, Luigi's yeah. uh, tractors or whatever. If Avengers Campus is themed like Cars Land, then that that would be awesome. Because, well, Cars Land is not necessarily a Galaxy's Edge level of detail. It is very well themed and very well done. And, like, that's the bar that I'm looking for. Like, yeah. it's a high bar. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's high. But if they don't have to, they don't have to hit Galaxy's Edge for me. They just have to hit Cars Land, basically. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page because Cars. I, I think I said this before on the, the the podcast, but like I'm not the biggest fan of the Cars movies, mm-hmm. and I love love Cars Land. Yeah. So like, if they're yeah able to hit at least that amount of detail, it's like okay, we're good. Yeah, and that's not crazy with detail either. That's just the like, theming you know. for Cars Land is pretty awesome. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, since <laughs> since we're a little off the rails, um, we can end it. However, because we decided this is going to be a thing last week, what are we going to talk about next week or next episode, next month? Do we want to do another land? Do we want to do a ride? Ooh, ooh, uh, food would be fun. Food. We could do food. Bathrooms. Oh yeah. (laughs) I like either New Orleans Square or food. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do do food for Zach. (laughs) Okay, let's do food. Okay. Then we'll talk about our your Marvel scale. And yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's right. We have to. Like, do we write it down, or did we? Uh, it's just in our heads. Oh, it's definitely just in our heads. Okay, we're gonna have to. Gonna so we'll we'll, we'll have to do our research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. I'm yeah. I'm done with it. All right. Cool. So yeah, join us next month when we talk about the food at Disneyland. <laughs> all right thanks for felt, listening bye everybody I, I already felt like i've been talking too much but this episode is just gonna be all back <laughs> <laughs>